First of all, I want to wish everybody a good moed, a moedim l'simcha, good yontif to everybody. And it's a pleasure to be able to have the opportunity to share again. And as uh, we just remarked to Josh, that uh, a year later, it's uh, a different world here in Eretz Yisrael. We have to be very, very thankful to Kodesh Baruch Hu. The, um, a year ago at this time, we were uh, not able to leave our house. We weren't able to definitely go to the Kotel. Kotel was shut down, shut down. The Robinson reminded me that last year, I think they had 10 people at the Kotel for Birchus Kohanim. They allowed 10 people, like basically Kohanim. And one of them was David Friedman, who was then the uh, ambassador to Israel from the United States. And um, he was one of the people there. And it was a sad thing. We couldn't go. And um, and this year, Baruch Hashem, we were zochah to go to the Birchus Khanim. Rebetzin and I got up early. I daven Vasikin. And uh, I usually daven before I go to the Kotel. I like to be able to it was a tillum and be able to get the Birchus Khan without all the hullabaloo. But uh, thousands and thousands of people went. We parked the car near the Citadel and uh, we walked down. And the um, thousands of people were going and they allowed us to come. Most people, everyone was wearing masks, but uh, the place was packed, jam packed. The Kohanim, they did something different this year. They um, they had for the davening. Besides that, they had very very powerful powerful microphones. People people hear from far away, but they had a choir. For those people that like choirs, and they had chazanim, they had beautiful beautiful chazanim. So it was a gavaldik gavaldik, uh, you know, uplifting experience. So um, be able to get the get the brachas from the kohanim. I learned with a certain um, Talmud from Machon Shlomo, who I sent him pictures of, uh, which I sent out to the, to the crowd, and he saw the, the big crowd and was there, and he was asking me, what's the reason, what's the purpose? Why is it such a thing on, on Cholomite Sukkot, or Cholomite Pesach, Cholomite, that people go to the Kotel to hear the Birch Hoskohanim? So I said, so first we have to know a little bit of the history, you know, a little bit of the history, that, Truth is, the bracha of the Kohanim is really every day here in Eretz Yisrael. You have to be able to have the, the bracha of Kohanim. But after the Six-Day War, in 1967, when, when Israel was able to recapture the old city and the, and the ability to be able to go back to the Makkah Mamigdash, to, to, the, to the outside of the Makkah Mamigdash, to the Western Wall, so throngs and throngs of people ran to Dakota for the first year was Shua's time. And they, um, and the people were literally were hugging and kissing the walls, hugging and kissing the walls. That was the feeling. Ah. And uh, I just want to say an aside for a second, as a little bit of the feeling we felt today, this, this week when we were able to go back to Dakota, we went to the hug and kiss Dakota, and uh, able to give that kiss to Dakota again, something that we were missing for so long, so anyway, what happened was there, it seems that there's, it's brought down as a minig to be able to have a thousand kohanim. There's an Indian of a thousand kohanim. I don't know what the source is. Anyone knows what the source is, you can send it to me. 
and there was a great person, Rabbi Gepner, Zatzal. He's the one that reinstituted this concept of having Birchus Kohanim. And this was like a, a showing of the, the yearning that we have for the Makam Amigdash, which is an amazing, amazing thing. The fact that we were able to do it this year, again, after a year of Corona and COVID, where we weren't able to go to the Kotel, do it again, people are there, people. It's really amazing to see people from all walks of life. I have to tell you, I had the same feeling today. Uh, I went together with the Rebbe, we went to Davin Mincha at Kever Rachel. I'm not trying to get anybody a little bit jealous of us over here, you know what I mean? Or maybe I am trying to get you jealous, you know what I mean? It's, it's worthwhile to be jealous about this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what, what do people do in Florida today, Josh? You know, you know I guess people were going to, um, you know, I don't know, to the different attractions, right? Right, Disney. What are the attractions here in Yerushalayim? What attractions in Eretz Yisrael? Kaisel, Makam Amigdash, Kevirachal. These are the things that we do. It doesn't mean we don't have other things. My son went yesterday up to um, to the Golan, and he's able to get the snow in the Golan. He took his kids. They left early in the morning, and they drove up there. There was snow in the Golan. You can do that, too. We can have everything in Eretz Yisrael. But the most important thing is to be connected to the Aliyah Ruchnias. I did hear an aside that in Florida that uh, you guys were invaded. You are invaded by Yidden from... Uh, from the East Coast, the West Coast, everywhere, all around town, people are coming to Florida because somehow Florida has been open. And um, over here, I'm going to tell you, I passed by the I passed by the Citadel, so that there was it, there was a there was a maitre d outside, you know, the guy outside. So I said to him, no, Mashlom Cham Akarepo, Kama Nashim Yesh. So he says, Ulai Yesh Lanu Asarachus. Maybe we have 10 percent of the people in the hotel. The hotel they opened up just before Pesach. It's only for Israelis, no, no American tourists, no tourists from around the world. I do know that some of the Frum hotels here in Eretz Yisrael, like Kibbutz Lavi, were filled up for Pesach. And uh, people are going up to the Golan, people are going up to the north. I, I just have to tell you, that the, the feeling is that things are opening up. HaKadosh Baruch is opening up things. And I was just thinking that for sure we understand that it's a bracha, that we're able to go back People look at it, oh, we're going back to normalcy. So we have to know what normalcy is, because we know that the COVID is still not over. But the feeling is that there's a breath of fresh air. And even though by the COVID, most people are wearing masks, I know right now uh, the mask thing is, is about to end over here and there. It's all at least for the outdoors, still in the indoors, they're going to try to say to keep masks. But the most important thing, the way I see it is, is the famous vort that they say over the Gabi Pesach, that Pesach, we know Pesach means that a Kodesh Baruch passed over. Stam and aside, someone mentioned before we say the other word, Passover. So I said over, we had our son Abiyakov and his two children. We had a very small Seder this year and we focused it just on the kids and the kids are so cute and the kids really know the story and we tried to act it out as best as we could. And we tried to give them the opportunity not only for the Manashtana, but for us to give them the answers. And one of the things I told my grandson, Ariel, was that Passover is to pass over, to give it over to the next generation. So I said, Ani, Ani, Sipati Tasipur La I told the story of Pesach to your father, Abi Yaakov. Masar, it's a lecha. He gave it to you. 
ואני שמעתי את זה מאבא שלי, I heard it from my father, my father, who Abba Yaakov is named after, his namesake, and his father heard it from his father. I see that. וכל אחד, אבא שלו אמר את זה, מהסבא, 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 עד משה רבינו, תל משה רבינו. And you're now hearing it like you're hearing it from Moshe Rabbein. That's what I told my, my grandson. My, he's about to be six years old. I told him, that's the concept of Passover, to pass it over, guys. And it's the concept of Messiah, giving over, giving over what we have, giving over the rich history that we have. Look what we have. Look what we have. We have a, we have a Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We have a Vigadat Labimcha. We have a Pesach. And this year, when we're able to be with our families, I have to tell you, you guys talk about an invasion in Florida. I had an invasion in my house yesterday. We were invaded by grandchildren and children who brought their families, and we had a massive meal here. Everyone brought food, and we had a gavalika time. <laughs> the weather here in Eretz Yisrael is unseasonably cold. Usually we go to a park, but it was too cold to take the little kids to the park yesterday. It was freezing. It's cold. It's cold. It's windy. It's about to rain. It's going to rain tomorrow here in Eretz Yisrael. Last day of Pesach. All kinds of things are going on this year. But everyone came together, and we had an invasion, but the invasion was children and grandchildren. Hashem is giving us a big bracha. We don't take it, don't, don't, don't take it lightly. And let me just go back to that word about Pesach. So Pesach is the, 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 the Hasidic Shesvarim. They bring down that it's itratusa de la'ila. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Egypt with help from above. Usually, we have to have itratusa latata. We have to put in effort. Tshuva, tfila, tzedakah. Over here, Klal Yisrael was halolo avdehavodazar, halolo avdehavodazar. We were on the same level as the, as the Egyptians. We were in the Memtesh Sharitumah. That's what we're now counting. Sirius Oymer, we're counting, we're counting each day to go up to the Memtesh Shari. Kedusha, but we were the Memtashari Tuma. We were we were idol worshippers. Let's think for ourselves. Do we have any idols that we worship? Are those things that we have to somehow work on ourselves? So here we say usually the, the rule is that a Kodesh Baruch says, you know what? I'm not expecting you to turn around everything overnight. Pischuli Pesach Shomachat. You've heard that shmuz before. Open up. Your heart, the eye of a, the size of the eye of a needle, and I will open it up the size of a corridor, of a large, large palace. But we have to open up our hearts a little bit. That's what normally what has to be done. We have to be deserving of something. We can't just expect the Kaddish Baruch Hu to do miracles for us. But Pesach is me'ala teva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu went, He passed over the petach. He passed over the normal concept of what a Pischli Pesach Shomachat. So there it's a Petach with a Tuf. Here it's a Pesach. Pesach ala Pesach. And I got to be honest, this is the way we felt. We felt HaKadosh Baruch and his kindness this year especially opened up things. Erev Pesach, ah, burning the Chomets. You know, what, you know what was happening over here? It was pouring raining here in Yerushalayim. People wearing raincoats. Wearing umbrellas by Bira Chavitz. I never saw anything like this. I'm here for over 40, over 40 some odd years. And, and, but Akash Baruch was like, he was like wiping everything away. Let's wash it all away. Everything was clean and pristine. 
And 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 last year, what did we do? We were in our houses. The Rebbetzin was saying the Manishtana to, to, to Rabbi Liff. And I remember she said to me, I'll say the Manishtana, I'll ask the four questions. That's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. But I'm not standing up on the chair to say it. I'm not going to stand on the chair to say it. This year, we had our grandchildren, our grandson, our grand. They stood up in the chair. They said it. Rabbi said, ah, what a bracha from HaKadosh, what a chesed from HaKadosh Baruch. And part of the chesed is that HaKadosh Baruch sent into the world the vaccination, the vaccine. And if here in Israel, we've had the overwhelming majority of people already have had the vaccination. That's why the, the numbers have gone down drastically. And we have to be thankful. Thankful on one hand that HaKadosh Baruch is giving us this opportunity. HaKadosh Baruch is opening up things for us. HaKadosh Baruch is allowing you to see the stores opening see the business going through the old city, going through the Jewish quarter and seeing people smiling and people walking again, crowds coming again. We didn't see it for so many, so many months, for a year, over a year. And at the same time, we still have to dive to those people, people that aren't well. I, I met somebody yesterday, just, just on a side, I met somebody yesterday, I don't want to say it is because he didn't give me permission. Somebody has a relationship with Nair Yaakov. He should be well. And he just told me that he hasn't been well since the summer. I said to him, I heard you weren't feeling well. He said, he said I haven't been well since the summer. And, 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 and some people get it. And I, I know members of my own family, each person takes it differently. And on the other hand, I have a close friend of mine who was 17 weeks in the ICU in Toronto, Canada, and literally was, was, was in Sakana, Gemura, and the doctors said it's not gonna happen. And Baruch Hashem, now he's out of the ICU and he's starting therapy. So we see HaKadosh Baruch is ruling the world. HaKadosh Baruch does the miracles. You have to be thankful. Then we have to daven. What are we davening for? What are we davening for? We want to daven that, uh, like uh, in Musaf, what do we say today? I was thinking about these words. That HaKadosh Baruch should rebuild the base of Mingdash. He should bring the exiles together. And then he says, it says like this. Rachem Aleinu. He says like, oh. Did you ever think about those words? Build the bias. Like it's original. Like it's original. Then put the Migdash on its place. Very difficult words. Build it like like it was originally, and put its place in the place. I saw that Rebbein Leib speaks about it, and Rebbein Leib seems to say that normally we know that how's the base. Of, I explained this to my grandson. How is the base of Mikdash going to be rebuilt? Hakadosh Baruch according to Rashi, is going to bring it down from the heavens. But there's a sheet that holds that before Hakadosh Baruch is going to bring it down. We're going to have to build something ourselves. Simple understanding is we have to build the base of Mikdash inside of us. That could be what it says. means build the base of Mikdash. We have to get to a point where we are deservant of the base of Mikdash. And then, then will put it onto its place. will put it onto its proper place. We're learning the Sugis in the Dafa Yemin the whole thing about if certain. A certain uh, kalim aren't in the proper place, then the avodah is possible. You can have all the kalim, 
But if they're not in their mukkah, they're not in their place. What do we want? We want everything to go back into its place. This morning I, I davened in the same menu with Rabbi Norman. He gave me a bracha. Everyone remembers Rabbi Norman Akayin. And they should go back to the Avaida. That's what we want. Is anyone thinking about that? Hey, is that what we're davening for? I want to go back. That's what I want to do. I want to go back. I want to come back. And like Baruch now he took it away from us. And now he's giving it, he's giving us back to us to a certain extent that we can now get close to the to the Kaisel. But we still have one more slab that we have to get to. That's to get to the final slab, to get onto the Makamamigdash. In order to do that, our hearts have to become filled with Kedusha as best as we can. So the Valdikavart. This Shabbos is Shabbos Shira. So we're going to say Shira Shirim. And what do we say? Shira Shirim Asher Shlema. These are the Shirim that Shlema HaMelech, Shlema HaMelech, he created. And the Gemara says, Kol HaShirim Kadosh, the Shira Shirim Kadosh Kadosh. All the Shirim are Kadosh. There was Shira, like we're going to have on the Shabbos. Is going to be is Shabbos Shira, Az Yashir Moshe. That's Kaddish. Shira is Devira, Kaddish. But Shira Shirim is the holiest of the holies. Who made up Shira? Shira Shirim. Shleim Melech. All it says is Shleim Melech. So listen to Gavaldi Gavart. Um, first of all, the 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 great. The Yehudia Kaddish Mi Pashischa, the Pashischa said he was once an Arab Shabbos in a shul, and the meaning of that shul was is going back 200 years ago that the, 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 the Jewish boys would come in before Arab Shabbos and they would stand next to their fathers, sit next to their fathers, and they would say, they would say, Shira Shirim. And that's a meaning here in Eretz Yisrael, and really it's a, it's a meaning all over. A lot of people do it. I saw it brought down a Misa today that before we get to the second Misa, to the first Misa, that there was a certain yid that he said Shir Shirim his whole life. He didn't do anything else. He was a Shir Shirim yid. Erev Shabbos would say Shir Shirim. And then he went up to the Bez in Shomala and uh, they looked at all of his schusim and averis and they said, okay, you got to gotta go to Gehenim. <laughs> he got, did a lot of averis. So they sent him to the Mamuna on Gehenim. The guy that's in charge of the, the Malach in charge of Gehenim and he took him. And then when they got close to Gehenim, to the Pesach of Gehenim, all of a sudden, there was Kailas, the angels that he created with his Shir Hashirim, they came down, they started singing Shir Hashirim with such a beautiful voice. And all of a sudden, the uh, fires of Gehenim stopped. <laughs> they turned cold. And the, the Mamuna was so upset. It's not normal. It was the middle of the week. It wasn't Shabbos. But his Kayach of Shir Hashirim, was so strong, so he, he said he can't do anything with this guy. He had to take him back up to the Bezun Shomala. And the Bezun Shomala looked at him again. He said, okay, he's a Shir Shirim. Yet they put him into a place in Gan Eden. Shir Shirim. So this little boy was saying Shir Shirim was such a gavaldika kavana to his father. And the beautiful Pashishka said, ah, he's singing like Shaima Melech Shira. So the Yidin that were there, they saw this was something special. He's singing like she's singing it like the way Shlomo Melech said. This is really what Shlomo Melech really was all about. 
So he kissed, and then he, the 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 the, the Yidmin kissed this Yid on his this little boy in his forehead, on top of his forehead, and this little boy eventually became the Teferis Shleimer, the Radomska, the Radomska Rebbe Admorvi Radomsk, and the Admorvi Radom said that that little kiss that he got when he was a little boy, he felt the kedusha of the Nashika on his forehead until his bar mitzvah, until he put his tefillin on the same place where he got the Nashika, that's where he, uh, he felt that kedusha. And I saw in another place that uh, the Baal Shem Tif, speaking of the little Hasidish of Vartlach, the Baal Shem Tif. So for those of you that know a little about the Shem, everyone knows that he was a cheder Rebbe. He taught in a cheder. that was his job. He taught in a cheder. But the truth is, he didn't even teach it. He wasn't really the Cheder Rebbe. He was the Eiser. He was the helper to the Cheder Rebbe. He hid his tzitkas, and he was the second in command to the Rebbe. And what did he do? Every single child, he would go and pick him up from his house and used to escort him to the Cheder. And when he went into the Cheder, he used to give him a kiss on his forehead. Every single yid got a kiss from the Baal Shem And all those different yidin, his little Yiddish kinder that he kissed on his forehead, on their forehead, all of them became who they became. They became great people. And one of the great rebbes said, I wish that I would kiss to say for Taira the way the, way the Baal Shem Tev, the way the Baal Shem Tev kissed those children, but that Nashika. Rabbi said, how do we kiss our children? Our children. How do we kiss our Sifrei Taira? How do we kiss a Sefer? How do we kiss the tefillin? How do we kiss mitzvahs? I know, fr- I know on, 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 on Lil Seder, I took the matzah and I gave it a big kush. I a big kush and then I gave my grandchildren kid kiss the matzah. Everyone on the, on the table kissed the matzah, the matzah, the matzah, the mitzvahs, the kedusha. If we'll feel a connection to these things, and that's what it says, shir ashir mashir l'shleima yeshakeni minashika ispiyo. We got it. This, this is what it's all about. We've been counting the days from Pesach, and now we're counting. Shira Sayam, we're about to get to the Yamsuf. We're going to jump into the Yamsuf. We're seeing the miracles. We're seeing the same miracles. Kashbok is doing those continuous miracles. It's amazing. Jewish people, Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael. And we're part of it. And, and somehow the corona and the COVID. And everything that's going on is leading us closer to the splitting of the sea. I saw this Gavaldi Gavard from, from Chacham Avadi Yosef. He said that is a kasha. And Shir Shirim says, Shir Shirim Asher Lashleima. By, by um, Kehelis, it says, Kehelis was Ben Shleima, Ben David, Melech Yisrael. It gives a whole yichus about it. He's a whole yichas about it. Over here, just a shir, 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 shleima. So, Chacham Avadi said it like in what's called a pederach atzach. He said like a joke. He was giving a drush, and he said, "You know what? What does Kohelis speak about? Kohelis speaks about your shemayim. You know, everything is no good. You know what I mean? You, you got to do tshuva. Yer Hashem, Yer Hashem. Now, not everybody doesn't really have that capacity to." Look at things in black and white. It's hard for people that are far away from the Torah to look at things in black and white. So you know what they said? They said like this. They said, uh, Amar, Divrei Kehelis, Asher 
You got to you got to pump him up. Oh, these words are coming from Galas, Shlaima, David, Melech Yisrael. But what did people say when they heard him speak? All he was speaking was like this tough musr, the tough musr. So what did they say? They said, Alpidar Chatzachus, Hevel Avolim Abarkalas. They pushed it aside. Hevel Avolim But what happened when Shleim Amel said, Shir Shirim, he said, Ah, Aziskai, Akush. What did everyone say? Ah, Yashakainim in the Shikas Piu. Yashakainim. They kissed it. They loved it. It's Ava. Shir Shirim is about Ava, Rabbi Sai. And this is what Pesach is all about. Pesach is about Ava. Akush Bokhu looked at us and he didn't look at our Avainas. He looked at what we can become, and he gave us a kiss. The kiss was Pesach, Rabbi Sai. I tell you, I was at, I was at Kevin Rochel, it was davening. And it, it was so gewaldic. And there was a Sephardic Jew, he was davening, davening Menchel. You see the Sephardic Jew, a little keep on his head, no hat, no jacket, no beard, no payas, no gartel, no spadik, no nothing. A good Jew. But you should have heard him davening for the Amid. You should have heard him saying the words. And they said, they, they sang the Kedusha out loud. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. They were singing it with a niggin. And they were clapping in the middle. A regular Yid. A regular Yid. That's what we have to, we, gotta, we have to love a Kadosh Bochum. We have to love the Kaisel. We have to love the Matzahs. We have to love the Mitzvahs. Yishakainim and Ashikas Piyu. We got to look for those kisses, Rabbi Isai. The kisses that we give our children, the heritage that we have towards mitzvahs, ah, the kisses say for Torah, like the Baal Shem Tev kissed the children. That's what we have to look for. I have to tell you, I spoke to a Talmud yesterday. I told him over, he told me over something that he, his son is close to Rav Gerson Edelstein. Shlita, the Rashiva of Panovich, one of the great Gedolim here in Eretz Yisrael. And he, um, he said that he has two twin boys, nine years old, and his oldest son is learning in Panovich. So he asked his oldest son if he would take the two boys to Rav Gershon. Rav Gershon has, during Yanta, if you can go, you can get brachas. Now, the truth is he's old and it's not easy, but now in Baruch Hashem, he's, he's having people that come to the house and people go in like, it's like, a, like, a, like a factory line. You have to go in, you say, Gidantif, Gidantif. And he, he just says, Gidantif back usually. Not easy. But when he saw these two boys, two twins, they were very, you know, two twins are like, you know, striking. So he said to them, what do they want? So one of them said, I want to be a tzaddik. First, that's such a great thing, a little boy says, nine-year-old boy. So listen to what Reb Gershon said. Reb Gershon said, honor your parents. Don't embarrass your friends. Honor your friends. And don't be a tzaddik. What was it? Byron Lake, he was really paraphrasing a Mishnah. The Mishnah is, He was saying to the boy, don't try to be a tzaddik. Do all the positive things. Honor your parents. Be good to your friends. Don't be mavayish your friends. That's what a tzaddik is. Don't try to be a tzaddik. Be a good person. But what a smart thing that the God Lador says over to a young boy. Then the second ch- boy said, Ani chacham. I want to be a chacham. Ah, so Byron Leib said, uh, so, so, so Reb Gershon said, Tilmat chacham. Learn Torah and then you'll be a chacham. Hey, so chacham, I love you, Learn the Torah. 
Also, a beautiful, beautiful answer. Such a simple answer, but such a beautiful, deep answer. We don't have to be tzaddikim. All we got to do is we got to do the right things. Do the right things, then we're going to be tzaddikim. That's what it is. And then this Talmud of mine told me a word. We were speaking about the samachta b'chagecha. So Mazam says, b'samachta b'chagecha. He says, and he would say, I want to tell you the pasha, the pshat in the pasik. If you'll be Mesameach in the Chag, you'll get the Simcha Sachag, you'll be Sameach Kol Hashanah Kula, the entire year, Rabbi Yisrael. Yidei the Simcha Sachag. The Simcha Sachag is really the way that we're able to carry the Simcha throughout the entire year. And if we think about it, I think about it myself, this year Pesach, Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving us the Pesach of his Pesach. We're realizing it's not us, not us. We don't, we don't deserve it. Everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We realize everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we're, and, and we're happy and we're made it. I have to tell you, I said, said over yesterday when I went to the Kodesh of the Daven, I didn't ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for anything. I said one thing, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I heard just recently that Rabbi Vigda Miller, Zetzal, when he would go to a wedding of the children of his family, he would stay the entire time. And sometimes people come over to him and they wanted to speak with him and he wouldn't speak to them. He said, I'm here for a certain reason. And they asked him, what was that reason? He says, when I come to a simcha and I see my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren. So he says, I have a list of all of the things that I have to thank the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And I thank for this one, I thank for that one, I thank for that one. It takes me a long time. What does he do by a chasna? He's thanking Hashem. A famous song now from the, you know, thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem, right? But that's what we got to do. We got to be thankful to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a story that's been going around here in Eretz Yisrael. I'm sure it's, it got around to America as well, but it happens to be it's a personal connection in Ramat Pei Chemish, a neighbor of my son, Dovber. And uh, there, was, there was a katava now that someone sent me a, uh, a video from the secular press that they interviewed this couple a young couple, Sfardish, a couple who the Shabbos before Pesach, there was okay to have a baby girl after 21 years of not having children. And the story is, is that they went to Reb Chaim Shlita a year ago and they asked him for a bracha and they say that they spoke to Reb Chaim about building a, a mikvah. And Reb Chaim said, that's a good etzah. They ended up building a mikveh in a place where they don't where they don't have a good mikveh in a southern yeshuv. And nine months after they dedicated the mikveh, she gave birth to a baby girl. And just yesterday, the couple went to Rebchayim with the baby, with the baby, and then and they and then they thanked Rebchayim for the for the for the bracha because he gave a bracha, and they showed the baby. <clears throat> he gave another bracha to the child. You hear, you hear what the bracha was? The person that brought them said. <laughs> she was to have a, a, a husband like Rebchayim. So Rebchayim laughed and he said, he says, Amen. He said, Amen to the bracha. That's Gavaldic. He didn't give a buha. He didn't say Baruch Hashem. He said, Amen. That's really Gavaldic. But I'm telling you, there's a, there's a video going around about the, fa- the, 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 the neighbors dancing when he made the Mishabayrach and coming home with the baby. 
And this is, it, it's an unbelievable thing. One of the things that the, they asked the couple is that is anything you can give advice to couples that are in the same situation? It's very painful. She said, it's a very painful situation. So she said, the most important thing is not, never to give up hope. Lo la If you give up hope, then there's no etzit. If you don't give up hope, then HaKadosh Baruch was always with us. And I said, this is really what it's all about. If we would have thought about it a year ago, in the midst of, of, in the, midst of the corona, in the midst of people dying left and right around us, uh, we didn't know where we were going. What's going to be? La'an neilech, la'an neilech. But we dabbed into HaKadosh Baruch last year. We stood on the rooftops and we had our, our halal minyanim and we sang the Amda and we sang the Samach B'chagech in our houses. And, and today, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us a, gives, giving us a Pesach, giving us a Pesach where we can kiss the matzits, we can kiss our children. Hopefully we're kissing the Torah. And now we're going to enter into the Shabbos of the Kriyas Yamsuf, the Shabbos Shira. We have a great opportunity to give Shira to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ah, Agud Yontif, Agud Yontif. Beautiful, I'm telling you. Gam Zoom Latoiva. We have Zooms. Mitzvah we're going to see each other in Yushalayim Rakaitis. I have to tell you, I already announced it to you guys. I just made a flight to fly to the States a week after Yontif. I haven't seen my mother in over a year and a quarter. And... Uh, I want to go see her, and uh, I'm planning on flying and down to see her and to be able to see maybe some of the other members of the family and, and have a chance to see some of the other Talmudim, get a chance and opportunity. And uh, it's all part of the bracha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, big bracha Hashem. So we want to be thankful to Hashem. We want to give Hashem to the Hashem for all the hatobah that He's done for us, continues to do for us. If we're made at HaKadosh Baruch and we give Shira and Zimra, then HaKadosh Baruch Mitzvah Hashem will be Mazakas, that we'll see the splitting of the Yamsuf and the Nisim and the flows, our Enu, and the coming of Mashiach Tzidkein, and the Heir of Yomain, Amen, Amen. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.